Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome, lovely listener, to the Anfield Index podcast, which is brought to you in partnership with LibertyShield.com, the perfect VPN companion for all your football viewing, where you can get 25% off everything using the coupon code AIVPN. It is episode 273. The Reds are the champions, and I'm Trev Downey podcasting to you from my agrarian paradise here in a field in beautiful rural Ireland. I'm joined by Carl Kopic, by Cam Branch, and for a third time, by producer Guy Drinkle in the role of contributor as well. Now, I've got nothing to say to you. I'm going to play you this. Listen, it's about three and a half minutes. You've all seen the video, but I think it works as audio too. And it's bloody glorious. And I don't care if it's indulgent. Give it a listen. Feel the hairs in the back of your neck. Alexander-Arnold! Oh, 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 oh
Fucking hell, lads, I've gone. Oh, Jesus Christ, I've actually gone. Uh, I've gone during that. I've listened to it, I've prepared it, I've watched it umpteen times. If you haven't seen it, watch the video. Carl Kopik, I've got a picture of you on mute during that, giving it more than your one cursory verse. Absolutely loving it in your front room there. God, it's affecting. It's affecting the Reds are champions. How are you, Carl? I'm tired emotionally exhausted not really taking it in just yet uh and i don't think i will until i see my mates and i really want to see my mates i really want to hug my mates and um i'm gonna go to the the parade which is something i don't normally do and i think i might well break the international alcohol intake record that day if i can as well i think that's when it will sink in for me um, yeah, I, 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 I saw you did a similar thing to myself. You had a, a noble attempt to sink a little bit of booze last night um, on your on your lonesome like myself. Yeah, uh, and it just—I was saying that Cam, uh, you you were party to the conversation. I'm exactly the same. It's just something about it is not quite real for me. I I think unlike yourself, and by the way, cheers for including not including us and your mates, fella. But uh, I would say. Like yourself, I've met Cam. It will t- <laughs> up your bum. It will take a little bit more, I think. For me, it'll probably be just watching the lads play again, and then I'll be it, all these things slowly but surely. It's building, but I'm I'm just not quite there yet. Have you got something to start us off, or have you got another thought before you do? I've got a very very small. I wasn't going to actually do quite at all, just because I think um, just because I thought you know, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think we might be overtaking quotes, but my mate just sent me this on WhatsApp, which I really like. It's from Barney Roney in The Guardian, and it's just this. No asterisks, no caveats, and let's face it, no contest. I'm glad he's redeemed himself, Barney, because uh, he's got a purple patch of prose in the middle of that article. If it's the one I'm thinking of. Um, where he is talking about Roy Hodgson, and uh, it has to be read to be believed. Uh, he comes across as uh, uh, some sort of um, romantic poet figure. It's uh, it's quite horrendous, <laughs> but fair play. That does sum up, I think, what a lot of us are feeling um, in terms of, do you know what? 
back off with your constant questioning. This lot have done it and they've done the shit out of it. And there are seven games remaining. And Carl, I don't think there's any doubt that we are going to go for all the records available. Every single possible little skittle that we can knock over, these guys are going to go for it, aren't they? Well, yeah, I, I just I just had a show with, with Jim and Jim Baldwin. And I said, yeah, I think I think we are. I expect us to go to the Etihad and try and win, regardless of what happened yesterday. But it's just as well that we're not playing that game tonight because we'd have bloody no chance looking at those pictures we saw last night and, and probably today as well. I love that thing that Andy Robbo just said. I've just come down for breakfast and seen this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is Virgil giving, giving it all to show me love by Robin S. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, great. And whatever was- the hell Jürgen was doing. We will, we will absolutely talk about those things in detail because, Cam, they are amazing. And I was talking to Jan about it. Like, how much would you and I and, and Carl, uh, Guy, was it was only a twinkle in, in his dad's eye at that stage, but how much would you and I have, Carl, have given to um, get some behind-the-scenes footage from the 1990 championship oh. win, uh, like, the, like the, the stuff we saw with all the lads giving it socks, Absolutely singing together, bonding like you can't believe, and you know Jurgen cutting a rug. We'll, we, like I said, we'll talk about that in, in detail. But isn't it lovely that for all the shit that um, comes with uh, social media uh, and modern communications? That's gorgeous, isn't it? It really gives you, it makes you feel close to those guys. It, yeah, it really does. Mean back when we last remember it in 1990, the footage would have been a little bit of celebration in the changing room. That was it. That's all we ever saw. Um, you know, I, I don't remember uh, a parade in 1990. If there was one, I don't know. I honestly can't. No, not that I can remember. There no. wasn't. Jan said there wasn't. And, and actually, what he said was, the lads just went there for a few pints. Ronnie yeah. Rosenthal pitched up and uh, didn't really like it. He's not a drinker. He says, this it? Just like a few drinks in the pub. And the lad said, yeah, what do you want? And he went home. <laughs> because that was sounds, sounds like a 1970s Desi wedding. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> just turn up at a, like a, uh, above a shop, there would be like a, a social room, you know, with a little bar in and, and about thirty guys would go there, have a have a drink, a quick bite to eat, and that would be the that would be the re- reception done after the wedding. So um, <laughs> uh, very much like that from the nineties, from the sounds of it. So um, yeah, what we've got now is uh, it's unbelievable the amount of content. You know, I mean, I've been sat in front of the TV today um, as much as I can. You know, watch trying to catch every interview possible, recording this, recording that. Last night I was switching between, first I was on the, on Sky, then I was on BT Sport, then I switched to LFC TV, and it, it got to about midnight, and I thought, well, I'm already past my bedtime, you know, I really need to go to bed now. And um, and it was still going on, and it got up this morning, like I say, it was still going on, and, you know, it, it, it it's, it's wonderful, you know, the amount of content that we can get, you know, all these little videos, social media is fantastic right now. You know, again, I've just been scrolling and scrolling. Every video that's on, you just want to watch it. You want to take it. In. Uh, you want you want to watch it multiple times, right? You, you, know, you really do. And yeah. and 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 you know, there's that gorgeous one about you know, it's it's a little cartoon of a dad and lad situation. Oh, man. Add me a bit. Oh that's fucking hell! Crazy. It's it's it's, I, it's the person who I really thought of then. At that moment, was Jim Broadman. Well, of course, because of course. obviously his, his dad had just passed away. Of course, I, 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 
I'd imagine, I'd imagine most of us did. Thank you, Jim. And you know, lots, lots of people have uh, had their own experience. But anyway, we, I, I want to get into all of those things because there's that's lots of the content of the show that I've planned ahead is talk about the things that we've 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 been able to look at and and, and tease those things out, including what you mentioned, the lads who are being interviewed, all the old club legends on BT and Sky. Uh, lots to to tease out there, but. You've got something to get us going, which is a kind of continuation. We heard some words from the big man, um, the main man, uh, in my little video piece. You've got, before we get to, to, to introduce Guy, you've got some words from Jürgen, I believe. Yeah, this is pretty much um, four and a half years worth of quotes. Not every single quote, obviously, but um, quotes that if you dig deeper into what he's saying, it actually leads up to where we are today. So, here we go. It will be full throttle football. Please give us a time. We have to change from doubters to believers. I am the normal one, maybe, if you want this. I feel alone in this moment, but we are responsible. Nobody can leave the stadium a minute before the last whistle. I don't know what is normal in England, but I want to say thank you. We have to learn. That's how it is. We can have a test. Hands up. Who thinks it was a penalty? Three? All penalty? Wow. Then maybe I was wrong, obviously. I'm really proud of the boys. We've got a lot of experience this year, a big step, and I'm sure we can take another step. We have to be a real challenger. That's what we are every week, each week. We must be different to play, ugly to play, difficult to play, all that stuff. Nobody should be happy when Liverpool is coming or when they have to go to Anfield. We have to stay the team that nobody wants to play against. And not because of the name, not because of the quality, because of the intensity that we put into the game. We are ready to go again. We are there to squeeze everything out of the 95 minutes. All I can say is absolutely no problem. Everyone should celebrate the situation apart from us. From now on, we can play free. Imagine how the stadium would have been for today. And all the people would have experienced that live. It would have been amazing. When you watch it and the big chances Chelsea's had, what, sorry, when you watch it and the big chances Chelsea had, the penalty situation, all that stuff. So it was quite intense. This is an incredible, this is an incredible, try again. This is an incredible achievement of my players. What they did over the last two, three years is just exceptional. As Jürgen himself would say, I love that. Absolutely love that. It's great. And you're right. It's like a little story taking us through from the start to the most recent words uh, in relation to what has just happened. Um, lovely, man. Really enjoy that. Thank you for that. That's that's great. That's, that, that, like I say, a little roadmap of, of, uh, of Jürgen's years at the club to date. And, um, you know, it probably requires... Literally nothing to follow it except let that, that those 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 quotes settle with you, and let me introduce Guy Drinkle on the back of that. Now, Guy, you're a man who's young enough that when people start bandying about thirty years, you must think, "Fucking granddads," you know, chatting about thirty year mm. chunks of their life. While um, while meanwhile, I I have yet to attain that milestone in the entirety of my existence. Um, so I often think, and we spoke about this briefly last week, I often think that for you, um, 
all this talk about fellas like Digger Barnes or fellas like Yan you know, even or 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 or, or um, all the legends that we saw interviewing BT and and Sky last night, they are literally just stories. Um, people you see on YouTube. Um, but there's something a bit different about someone like yourself. You were born into an era where the Reds did not win the league, and then all of a sudden, last night, it's won, and we've been building towards it. I mean, it must be quite monumental for you. you there's no nostalgia in your enjoyment. It's just fucking pure, yes, you know, new and, and beautiful. Yeah, and that, that too, really, because I tweeted a, a gif last night from Talladega Knights of Ricky Bobby saying, he doesn't know what to do with his hands, and that's what I kind of felt like. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I literally like, other than like screaming "fuck yes" for the goal when Chelsea scored, which I probably won't ever do again for a Chelsea goal. Hopefully, yeah. Um, it's literally like it's like punching the wall, annoying my dog. I don't. I didn't know how to react. It's just something completely new. Like I've had, we've obviously had Champions League wins, which is a similar feeling, but. When you've grown up and like I'm maybe not as had as much heartbreak or as much weight, but I've had I've had a eight or nine. I've had thirteen, fourteen. I had last season. I've had probably the main heartbreaks apart from the Julio season. We finished second. Um, so it, it it's not the first time in my Liverpool supporting life because I've had it. Not nothing's topping this Istanbul, is it? Let's be honest. Um, but this is just something completely new, and as Cam said um, at the start, it's, and Carl said it, it's a strange circumstances of COVID. But I'm kind of in that unique situation where I'm obviously not from Liverpool. I don't have loads of. I have football supporting mates, but not in the same way I do. And they're not Liverpool fans for a start. They're all Borough fans, so. Neil Warnock says hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, lucky lads. There's programs for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just it's a completely strange situation for me, and it it's just something completely, completely new. And I don't, I, I can't wait. If hopefully they do a parade at some point, or obviously AI, we were going to do our own thing, weren't we? So. Well, I'll tell you what, if that becomes a reality and a possibility, that will uh, happen. Even even the most, I July, guess. July, July. It's happening yeah. in July. The, the council have announced it. It, it well that that's the parade and hopefully that yeah. means that we can we can do we can do an AI get together as well. Because even the most, I suppose, shy and retiring of us, um I think everybody should make an effort to get together because you know, guys, it's really interesting, man. You know, I, I I want to tease this out with you because I was talking to Cam and you were listening to it um, before the mics went live and Cam was talking about how, you know, it's just not really fully either sinking in or hitting him. He's a little bit, not quite underwhelmed, but just like it it hasn't fully hit. I've said the same. Carl's said something similar. Is it the same with you? Or do you think that the thing that all three of us have in common is that, you know, Maybe we had seen it before, and we're we're just we're, we're, we're sketchy. We've had maybe far many more years than you of 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 of, of uh, you know being wary and being disappointed. It, it, or have you have you immediately embraced it? Is what I'm asking you in a nutshell. I didn't immediately, but then I saw a clock cry. Yeah, Jesus went, Christ! Yeah. Oh shit! It's happening. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah. H- Henderson crying as well. That hit me as well. It's oh, insane. holy shit! Yeah, that made it that, real. That was probably the worst. That was the worst one. It's it watching watching the Chelsea game. I was like, well, it didn't help. Lovren tweeted forty five minutes. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's gone. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> the, league, the whole league's gone. Never mind. <laughs> Fucking just this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got one of those as well. I, yeah, they, they they went to David Moyes in the stand. And I'd be like, for fuck's sake, don't you start shouting advice out. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, know, I know. With his mask yeah. over his chin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. But no, I think as soon as the final whistle went, I was like, well, we fucking done it. And then it kind of settled and it was I was watching BT and they had, uh, they had Kenny on for a bit. But as you said, I, I didn't grow up with Kenny. So it was. Kenny, our was, limit, wrecked. Our, Kenny yeah. was wrecked as well. <laughs> Kenny was trying to fight echoing problems, everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, couldn't be asked in the telly down. So the <laughs> Liverpool representation that was for me was Joe Cole. I love Peter. I love Peter Crouch, but Peter Crouch. <laughs> so then, then I went on to Sky and you see Jamie Carragher trying mm. five minutes opening a bottle of champagne, mm. <laughs> then pissing it away straight away. And. Phil Thompson and um, Sue Ness, yeah, it was, it was just fantastic, absolutely fantastic. It really was, and to reassure everybody, we're going to lean right into all that stuff, all that content that you've all seen, because there's endless amounts that we can get out of it and then contextualise it and talk about our own feelings in regards to it and just celebrate what, you know, what is just an absurdly wonderful achievement that we've all waited so long for. And I'm just kind of aware that I, I don't want to be leading anyone into sort of a, a feeling of underwhelmment, if that's a word. I've just made it up. Fuck, it is a word. Um, because it's not like we're underwhelmed. It's just, you know, you, you've got to understand there's a lot of, there's been a lot of trauma on the cards here uh, over the years. And people are just taking their sweet time to to come to understand that the Reds are indeed I'm going to say this quite a lot tonight, I think, just to help myself kind of uh, therapeutically. The champions of England um, and the 19th title is in the bag. And we are now actually at least three to four trophies ahead of the Manx in terms of major trophies won. These are all great things. And Guy, I know you've got a really inspirational football uh, related quote to yeah. get us going with. Yeah, let's 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 lean into this. By the, way, by the way, this is literally the highlight of my week. Carry on. Facts. It, it, I don't. I'm not sure if it can top Zombievers, but well, it, 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 it was the line last week. That of the case is also the same for Bears. I mean, that, <laughs> that was just the greatest moment in podcast history. I've never seen you quite so impressed, Carpac. You were like, <laughs> oh. it was, it was, it, Carl Hard was like, please as well. Hard yeah, but, but yeah, uh, well. like, like me, Carl has read Proust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. he was like, he was like, fucking hell, zombievers. <laughs> <laughs> right, so go for it, man. What have you got? Right. <clears throat> this is a quote from. I will name the the film afterwards, but it's our journey through cinema. It's 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 beautiful, and it might even top us winning the league. <clears throat> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's Satan's arm. It's a long story. I'm not... <laughs> and that comes from the film Dead Snow 2 Red vs. Dead which is quite fitting oh god that's beautiful okay uh, first of all give us a quote again <laughs> please 
please give us the quote again and then tell us where it's from again because I, I i was i was i was thrown it, go ahead it, it deserves a second listen i think it does, mm-hmm. it does. <clears throat> what are you talking about it's satan's arm it's a long story <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to change the name of the podcast. We're just going to have to. Tell me where I am going immediately after we hang up the Skype call (laughs) to find out what the fuck that's from. What is it again? Dead Snow 2, Red versus Dead. And I I have have a lessons learnt piece again towards the end. Oh, Jesus Christ, there's a fucking lesson. Go for it. Yes, yes. No, end. End of the pod. This, This tops it. Oh, okay, nice one. I love yes. it. I love it. Okay, right, yeah. So you, you, we, we've got a, a moral to look forward to. Oh, oh yes. yes. There's a trailer on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> Carl, if you're in that, if you're in that region af- after this podcast, watch a trailer for Iron Sky Free. Hang on, stay there. Let me just type <laughs> that in so I know I've got it. The, 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 the thumbnail, the thumbnail will just uh, you'll 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 see. Iron Sky Free. Iron Sky Free. See, this is exactly the type of thing we want to hear. good audio. No, but it's good. It's good because pe- people Excellent. are... Gonna... Yeah, there you go. Excellent. Um, right, Trev, before let's... you carry on, I have a question for everyone. Go ahead, man. When did we all, this is Trevor, honestly think we'd won the league? Was it's it a not... game? Was it a moment? Mm. Was it? Was it, it... Was it the night? Was it 10 minutes after the final whistle yesterday? Right. Was it two minutes before the final was so yesterday? When did we honestly think we were going to win the league or we'd won the league? There's um, a lovely, there's a lovely setup, and you've absolutely, you've, you've, um, you've hosted the shit out of that for me. Fair play to you because that's great. Let's let's start there. That's a great, great question. And Carl, you're not allowed to say, you know, the match <laughs> before last because we we were aware of what you were doing. God bless you. We were aware of what you were doing, but quietly in your in your quiet moments, I want you to answer this honestly. So we'll go reverse order here um, about when you thought the the league was in the bag. I'm going to go ahead and say because uh, I think I started off. I'm going to go ahead and say it was um, Mo against the Manx. Uh, that, that, that's a big one because that's where the cops sang, "You'll never." Um, we're going to win the league for the first they time. Did, the they did. They did. crowd. Did no, it, you yeah. believe us. They did yeah. bless their hearts, um, but before they'd started singing, I was thinking in my uh, small little Irish brain, "Holy shit! I think it's done now," and that was it for me. Uh, Guy Drinkle, when was it for you? Yeah, I think for me it was the Leicester game. Yeah, obviously we it was Qatar, wasn't it? Mm. Um, we had we had Qatar. We had the hundred and twenty odd minutes of it added time when the incompetent ref made us play extra time. Um, and you're thinking, I think Leicester were technically in the title race back then, and we just came back and just absolutely slapped them. We did. That was, that, that was my favorite game of the season. Mm. Uh, my my, my, my favorite. Uh, there 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 are there are games left. That we we may be able to uh, that may rival it, but I agree. Uh, that's a great shout, and and that uh, performance against Le- against Leicester was arguably the performance of the season for me. Um, the only thing that might rival it so far is our tonking of Palace the other night. I really enjoyed that. Um, that's great. Well, that, that was Trent. Trent Trent said that's the best we played this year, and, it, and it's weird. Palace? Yeah. 
I'm not going to argue with the man. I'm not going to argue with him because uh, that's only because he scored. <laughs> yeah, well, I, but but, but to, to be fair to the kid, he is, um, and I've said this on pods during the week. I said it on Raw immediately afterwards. What a what a what a kid he is. What what a what a man he is. You know, just a just a so so self possessed and got everything Liverpool about him. Got the humility. Got the the arrogance. The quiet arrogance to play against any opposition and be better than them. I love him. Absolutely got, love him. I've got to the age now where I hate young footballers. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, yes. That's a milestone, guy. That's mm, it milestone. is. Fair so, point. Trent at 21 is, is just stupid. And I was thinking what I was doing at 21. I was being shit at university. <laughs> <laughs> at 21, I was watching Liverpool win the league for the last time. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I've been thinking about that a lot today. 21, I was actually finished day. finishing uni and about to become a totally, totally surprised. Didn't see that coming. Do you want a job as a teacher? Okay. Um, falling arse backwards into it. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was like. Cam, complete the thing. What were you doing at 21? Um, I'll give you my moment first. Um, my moment was Trent, corner flag, Mbappe pose. In front of the uh, Liverpool fans in uh, Leicester away. Nice, nice. Did you that, genuinely? Did you genuinely think it was done that? Yeah, okay. I just thought. I just thought this team has got that. It's an arrogance, but it's it was a good arrogance. It had the swagger. They had the confidence. They had the belief. We just had the perfect storm. For this season, I felt up until that point, we were playing, we were untouchable. And that just summed it up for me. Love it. So, uh, give, us your, uh, give us your 21. 21, I was serving sherry to winos at six o'clock in the morning. Sherry? Sherry? Sherry, sir. Cream, medium or dry. Take your pick. <laughs> Do help yourself to another drink. Sorry, they would they, they would come with like a gallon flask and I'll just fill up the gallon flask from them. They're so desperate. They'll be queuing outside the door at six in the morning. Madness. What where what establishment was this? This was our convenience store before there was a licensing law saying you can't you know, you can't serve it. Blah blah whatever time. You can't enable. Yeah. But but but, but hang on, your your local Let's just say we had al- a al- alcohol dependent chaps were on the yeah. sherry. Oh, yeah, they love the draft sherry. It's fortified, isn't it? That's why. Ah, okay. I do have a history of fortified alcohol myself. I don't know if you remember Thunderbird. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Red or blue label. Jeez, Always the blue. <laughs> You've already trumped me there in terms of knowledge. I just, uh, I was, uh, uh, and, and there's another one. Um, Fantastic. Uh, 2020. You remember Buckfast? Yeah. Mad Dog. I was part of a gang in Galway for about three weeks called the Bucky Boys. (laughs) 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 We we drank our Buckfast in an old abandoned sort of she-bean. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. What what do you have? Pinar Pissa? Say again, Pinar. Stephen Pinar. No, no, no. What are you drinking right now, Trev? I've had Pino. a Pinot. I've had a Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio. There you go. Well, I do like I do like a Pinot Noir, which is I think what you're mixing it up with. Oh, uh, sorry, my bad. 
Yeah, there you go. It's okay, man. You stick to your usual pitch there. <laughs> you go, you go and pour some, pour some cereal into a. What is it? What was your, what's your concoction again? Uh, oh, there's loads. Us, there's no, loads. but remind you... us of that particularly egregious what? mixture. Milk, milk and coke. No, man, not not Cali Mocho. I mean, I mean the, uh, I mean the. It was an energy bar. What the hell was it? Come on. Oh, no, the, 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 muesli, the muesli shake. The muesli shake. Explain pe- to people what the muesli shake is. You know what? I've forgotten what the muesli shake was. It's like a milkshake, it was a milkshake with just raw oats in it or something. Was it? I can't yeah. remember. I honestly can't remember what This was the days when you used to brag about your omelette game as well, which were champagne. Omelette game, omelet game's on point, but I'm, I, I, I do recall there was a... There was a milkshake. But oh, there was, yeah, definitely. Was, like, I, can't, I can't remember muesli being in there. Yeah, there was. There was definitely muesli. I know there was, there was peanut butter. No, no, dude. It was probably just you pouring Dr. Pepper into a, a, some Quaker oh, oats. Now we're fucking talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll have to troll through the archives, or one of our learned listeners will no doubt put us right on it. Oh, God almighty. Carl, when was the moment you knew? Fernandinho. <laughs> you're such a knobhead carl you really are such a knobhead why come on answer the fucking question Dude, can, I do that? can i just tell you that when you write a weekly column for a website you get to know the editor really well you talk to them a few days where you've got to write it see that no one else is writing the same piece they get to know more about your writing style you get to know the human being really really well and my editor on the site i write for is considerably younger than, than me and he's very nice, respectful. And he messaged me last night and he called me a, um, li- he said to me, listen, you too early fridge. Which I think <laughs> might be the nicest WhatsApp message I've ever had in my life. <laughs> you too early fridge. And then he sent a lot of I'll Explain that. That's, that's way too, that's way too late. Every, every single column I've been writing is like, you know, if we do win the league and it's far too early to say that. And I was saying too early last night and um, even before the game, even at 1-0, I was saying it's too early. I'm not buying this. this I know you happening. are. And the, I was, fr- the fridge part? The fridge is just a basic Liverpool insult. What are you doing your fridge? Uh, you're knobhead. Basically, it's just knobhead. And, uh, and at one point last night, I was claiming that they're still going to disallow the Chelsea goals through VAR. In the you next were. You were. I know. I know. You were, <laughs> absolute, you were annoying me because I thought it was possible. <laughs> and, and, the, and then when they showed, like, you know, Fernandino just thinking, you know, that there might be the, the same Aston Villa... Um, Sheffield United fuck up from last week, which we talked about on last week's show. That maybe they didn't see me literally volleyball the hat the ball away. On the line. <laughs> maybe they didn't see that. When I saw his face, I thought we might win the league tonight. We just I might know. win the league. And then I thought, but what if they give Ross Barkley the penalty? He's not going to want to score that, is he? Was he still on at that stage? Was yeah, I, I think he. Oh, we may not be actually now. But then I saw it was William, and then I just thought, hang on, William didn't want to play for us. And it's fate because he wanted to do this for us instead. So I did a tweet about thanking him for not signing for Liverpool so he could win us the league tonight. Oh, happy days. But, I would have um, tweeted that for other not footballing reasons as well because yeah. he's not very good. <laughs> because what? Because why? Because he, he's not very good. <laughs> I think he's brilliant. Right. I really do think he's oh, great. Someone, someone said uh, we should sign I, him I, I think I'll win the, the next game. I, I'd have it, to be honest. Um, I've taken myself. Uh, the, the the young lad, the young lad's getting obstreperous here, Carl. Yeah. Go on ahead, go on ahead. Um, 
the, the last the game was a, was a big one because you know there's a chance we could have lost that game and we just destroyed them. I'd like to point out that my mate Simon said as we left Anfield for the five two, he went. He said to me, "That's it, you know, that's it, it's done." And I went ballistic on him because <laughs> it was December. Um, I've got to admit that I mean, it's actually in terms of league games, it's not that long ago. The Norwich one nil, I thought this side's never going to lose again, and then we lost the next three of the next two, four games. Uh, but yeah, it, it, and the, the, the thing for me is, I've, I've written my column earlier this week because I wanted to write while I'm confused rather than rather than when I've got my, my thoughts marshaled. Mm. And the big thing for me about this season, Trev, is, um, and I've said this more than once this week, it's okay to draw with Aston Villa away. It's, it's okay to draw with Norwich if they've given you a hard game. It's okay to go to Molyneux and get a draw because they're a really, really, really good side, possibly even Champions League contention. Liverpool weren't about drawing in those games. And the thing for me is we won those games not because due to some sort of vanity, is we had to beat them because Man City are a fucking great side. And we had to do that and we did it. And that's what this season, that, that's the, my takeaway from this season so far. Is we've, we've broken all sorts of records, including the really weird one of being we've won it the earliest, earlier than anyone else with seven games to go, and, and later, and later than anybody else, yeah, because yeah. it's twenty fifth of June. And the the thing for me more than anything else this season is we've won twenty eight out of thirty one because we knew we'd have to win twenty out of thirty one minimum to beat that city side. That is what Liverpool just didn't win the league last night. They took it from. I think one of the best teams in Premier League history, and I'm include I'm including Chelsea's 2003 sides, the United sides of '94, '99, um, and City were record were banging points away like nobody's business. 198 in two seasons, and we've just gone 20 points clear of them to win the league with seven games to go. Mm. That that is, I don't think we'll ever see that again. That is extraordinary. I've used the word outrageous a lot recently because it, it's appealing to me and I, and it works in several contexts, I think. And uh, that is an outrageous achievement. It genuinely is. And let's just talk about it. Let's try to enjoy it for what the remainder of the show is, because there are lots of things that I'd like to get your take on. Um, I didn't focus so much on Kenny Dalglish um, in the show with Jan, and maybe we should now. Let's, you know, just talk a little bit about him because, you know, Guy has a connection here as well because he was, um, he came back for that period in, 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 in charge in the dugout. And look, let's be honest that for, for everybody concerned, that was just so joyous and beautiful. And, and what Kenny did when he came back was he, he unified what was a very fractured thing. Uh, he really genuinely did. It, it, it was it was a healing thing without getting too soppy about it that, that Kenny was involved in. Um, and I understand, you know, it was a very interesting kind of um, end to his little spell. But, you know, and, 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 and you know, quite a frank appraisal by many people at the time, including myself. Uh, I didn't want him to come back at all because I wanted his legacy to be completely untarnished. Um, I was wrong because when he came back, the, the, look, it's, I know it's a very hippie word, but the healing that he brought to the place, uh, outweighed whatever the hell sort of awkwardness, um, accompanied the end of his time there. And Carl's got very strong opinions about that as do I, and they are intertwined with the current owners. Um, and that's, 
just the way it is. But we have to talk about the man himself because last night, uh, Cam, he was being interviewed. I think he was on both Sky and BT, but he's certainly on, on BT because I know, <laughs> I know Eddie told me there was a little bit of a – Eddie's like his go-to man, you know, and uh, uh, I know he was on BT and uh, there was a little bit of an exchange between the two lads. Um, a remarkable situation we find ourselves in with Anfield Index and Anfield Index Pro where – we have this, you know, the, the main man ever in the club, really. Uh, and he's, he's just, a he's an acquaintance, a, a colleague. It's, it's, it's a remarkable situation. I was taken, Cam, by the fact that he looked as if the eyes were full of tears, uh, when the cameras went to him first. He looked as if, like he was sitting there, he had his t-shirt on, he had the scarf wrapped around his neck in the way that he used to, very unusual way yeah. that he used to, um, after we'd won trophies. Like a tie almost, you know, wrapped around, tucked in and brought down the front, uh, and sort of almost, oppressively high uh it didn't look comfortable but that's how kenny used to do it when we were knocking trophies over left right and center gathering cups in may as it used to go cam um i was very taken by how emotionally affected he was yeah i mean he's suffered as much as anyone over these last 30 years if not longer actually um we all know the, the toll that was taken out on him due to Hillsborough and what he went through and how he, even though he, he led the club for a, a short while, a year or so after that, it, 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 it broke him to a certain extent. And, um, you know, obviously he went, a, he left the game, went to Blackburn, won the league. Um, but it, it, it didn't, I don't think he really felt still felt right with that even. And I think all the years and all the emotion of everything, it came, came, it was coming through him last night. Um, yes, there would have been a bit of alcohol involved as well. Um, it, I'm sure he'd had a, a, a couple of sherbets, as we like to say. And, um, it, it, it's hard to put into words really what, you know, without actually asking him and talking to him, you know, what, you know, what do you really feel, you know, and get... He, he, he won't tell you, Cam, you know. He won't, that's the <laughs> thing, you know. You. <laughs> but, you know, because he, he was more about keeping the praise on Jürgen and um, and rightly so. Um, this doesn't happen without Jürgen. This doesn't happen without FSG. You know, let, let's, let's, let's be clear about this, you know. I mean, what that group has done is nothing short of phenomenal. You know, they came in with a vision and a plan and they've gone about it and they've delivered. No two ways about it. They've delivered. And Kenny was part of that. He was part of that process. He, he, he's, he's still part of that process. You know, he's been at the, he's been at the two, he was at the two games recently. He was at, he was at Goodison Park. He was at Anfield. Um, he's still very much Liverpool football club. Did you notice, Cam, um, that, the manager wanted to talk to Kenny uh, and it's no disrespect to Graham Souness or, or any of the other people who are queued up or, or Phil Tom or whoever. It was no disrespect for, to them, but he, he wanted to let Kenny know how much he appreciated him. And he said like, Kenny's not a big man for messages, but 
I appreciate them when they come in and yeah. this this is for you and we want you to know how much we appreciate you. Uh, the way in which he's woven into the fabric of the club is kind of unrivaled. It's 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 remarkable. It's it's a it's a shadow that he casts, but not in the way that say Ferguson does at United. It's not oppressive. It's benign. He is he is a force in terms of pushing the club forward only for positive and um you could see how much it meant to him last night you genuinely could like he was having the crack with marina she was trying to pour him out a glass and he was <laughs> he was slagging her off for spilling it and he was he was taking a piss out of out of, out of sooness and he was having the crack and he does that like he's he's just he's just a good lad and he can have the crack but but he was affected, you know, in a way that in a way that only three decades of of not having something can can affect you. Yeah, I mean, Jurgen summed it up perfectly. Kenny is the soul of Liverpool Football Club. There you go. That's there all you, you need to say. That's all you need to say. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect, Dan and, and Carl. I'm going to come to you to talk about a different fella and ju- guy. Just so you know, the guys I'm talking to you about are the more uh, modern guys. And like you know, I, I want to bring in different aspects of the whole thing. It's not to talk about these lads specifically. It's to talk about the idea of what's been achieved here in relation to them. And you know, we saw Carl last night, um, uh, Graham Sunes, um, and and and. Uh, like I said to Jan earlier on, Sui looked like a man who had a certain element of relief, a burden lifted. Um, I am a massive admirer of his. I, I, I bow to nobody on that. I think he's, uh, I think he's a man with great integrity, and I think he's absolutely owned up to everything that he might have done askew. Um, there's a great uh, appetite, I think, amongst people, especially now, uh, more than ever. Uh, to be sort of piling in and um, sanctimonious and it it makes me queasy every time I see it Uh, and I think Suey's well left that behind him because he's a good lad Uh, he's owned up to whatever and he has more than done his penance for the love of Christ but there's a burden isn't there because he's associated with the time that things went to fuck and they never came back for three decades and you could see him opening that bottle of champagne last night and having the crack and insisting on the quality of it versus whatever piss Carragher was drinking and you were just he looked like a guy who was massively relieved he doesn't need to be relieved but I'm delighted for him Carl he's relieved because he's a fan of Liverpool Football Club yes and and, and has been since 1978 and, and that won't change when he came from Borough um, as you know, I've, 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 I've met him and he's just, he, he is physically imposing. It's um, Mike, Mike Nevin once said to me before I met him, get yourself ready for the handshake. It's a handshake. I'll say that. You know you shook his hand. Um, he's a very charming man. He's, I think he's a very wise man. Um, he's, he's certainly incredibly intelligent and he's just about the perfect midfielder I've ever seen. It didn't happen for him at the club as a manager. I still think the, the situation we were in, which was unprecedented, um, I don't think anyone could have fixed what was going on in 1991. And people can say, yeah, we were top of the league, but our manager was having a nervous breakdown at the time and um, the, the, the squad was old. And yeah, yeah, Graham soon has made a lot of mistakes selling beers, selling people too young, buying in um, some basic thugs in like Julian Dix and people like that. Um, but I don't think anyone, anyone could have done 
and no, I don't think anyone could have won the league in '92 or '93. Um, and um, the thing he did with the sun, it still annoys me when people say, "Yeah, yeah, but he did this." How often can a man apologise and apologise to such an extent? Whereas he, he will literally apologise every single day, and that's heartfelt. And the only people I'm going to take that from are people who are other families. And if they're still upset, they've got every right to be upset, and I completely acknowledge that. But what I won't have is people saying, yeah, 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 but he did this. You don't know the man. The man is mortified at what happened at the time. I, I forgive him um, several years ago, and um, I, I still think he's a great man. He's a great no-nonsense man. And he came up with the, the greatest description of Arsenal I've ever heard, um, which was they're like, a, they're like a team of son-in-laws just, yeah. try, just trying to please. And he's the, he's a man who knows what that means. Uh, and... Um, like the current Liverpool side, he was just relentless in everything he did, and I'm made up that he's happy. I really am. I, Same. I adore Graham Sooners, I really do. Same as that. I've got him on a pedestal, and because I saw him as a footballer, and I was reluctant to relinquish that um, estimation of him, uh, even in the dark days of the management and the, the like you say, the the daftness of the sun thing. Um, He's more than done whatever people require via penance, and I hope they ease up. Um, I'll just put a little picture in the chats there I want you all to enjoy of Kenny looking like he's on the verge of tears and delighted at the same time. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying that as I am as we speak. And, you know, it's it's you, you make you make some really, really important points there, Carl, about about Sui and about the the times they're in it. And can I just contextualize it from 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 a personal perspective as well i just came off a podcast with a fellow who told me he was um recently it actually was the one before last where he celebrated his 57th birthday uh and i in the last few days have celebrated my 47th birthday and that's actually real time folks and someone do a timestamp because i can't lie about it anymore uh which means that both of us uh, where 30 years ago it was the time that we were having the time of our lives last when Liverpool won the league and he was a 27 year old and I was just after turning 17 in, in, in the summer afterwards um, I hope that kind of puts paints a picture for people um, we do this this show on a weekly basis um, purely voluntarily because it means a huge amount to us Um a huge amount to us has got so much. It's it's our lives in 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 a strange and 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 obsessive way, uh, in a, in a positive and sometimes negative way. And when you can have a moment like this, and it lads, as the show goes on, it's slowly dawning on me that we are the champions and and what it means. And God, I'm building up towards talking to you about the younger pundits um so we can talk about more recent times uh and in more recent times we've seen jamie Carragher take the field for liverpool and he has been uh undoubtedly a player of massive um uh renown and 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 and, and value um we've seen him as a pundit and people have mixed opinions um i'd be one of those uh, people assess him in a certain way as a person uh jamie redknapp maybe less polarizing in 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 terms of uh <laughs> most people most people think jamie's 
you you were with me on Raw when uh, Dave described him uh, and he said something about um, (laughs) it's a fair chance if there was a strong wind, you would hear a whistle as it went from ear to ear through Jamie's brain. Might be a little bit harsh in terms of his intellect, but, you know, Jamie doesn't have a whole lot to add uh, in terms of insight. Um, He is he is an expert, but he. He's he's one of those he's one of those cookie cutter ex pros and Jamie's prettier than the average man so he's always going to be on TV and uh, he seems like a nice bloke I'll leave it at that um, but I've never learned anything from Jamie um, Redknapp from Jamie Carragher I've, I've learned one or two things they were in the early days I haven't learned a thing since and in fact I find him uh, galling of late his defense of Gary Cahill in the last game, for example, was absolutely absurd. Um, what, what did you make of the way that the more sort of recent lads, we saw Cara, he was, you know, he was making a big show of, yeah, here's my t-shirt worn by the, the, the trans Alpino t-shirt fair play. Great to see those guys getting a bit of a leg up. Um, and he was um, shaking out his, his champagne and, I don't know. I did, didn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what I'm being. I what. What I want is a man who uh, grew up watching Cara and idolizing Cara, uh, probably, and seeing the best of him. Um, what did you make of 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 the the younger reaction uh, via the TV screens last night? I think he. he I like him as a pundit. I think. Him and Neville just work really well together. When he's not with Neville, I think it's not the same. Um, but anyway, what about his reaction? I think I think it's just what he is. He's he's just become a great character, TV character type thing. I'm not I'm not saying it was false or anything like that. I just think as soon as he, as soon as Henderson came on, he was like crying and stuff like that. And you just saw saw Carragher trying to open a bottle of champagne. I was like, oh god, this is going to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, I think I think he's definitely genuine, and he's had such a not weird relationship, but be, growing up an Everton fan or being a young Everton fan, then played for Liverpool for seven hundred odd days. Um, didn't his fan? Didn't his his dad was an Evertonian, and then eventually became a Liverpool fan as well, didn't he? Something like because obviously Jamie's career. Yeah. So it must be um, it must be very strange for his family, but he's he's definitely. He's a full-on red now, and yeah, I think you can see it now. I think with Carragher, I think if he wasn't on TV, it'd be a lot different, because I think he's trying to... Rather than be kind of explosive, I think he tries to put on a jokey persona, but if he he was off TV, I reckon he'd be going absolutely fucking mental. Can I ask you what you made of the acting skills? You know, because you are a resident cinema Mm. guru now, uh, obviously. Clearly, uh, can I ask you what you made of the the acting skills, uh, the chops on display from the likes of Suey and uh, Dave, what's his name from Sky, in that Where's Gary video, which is <laughs> fucking value, by the way. If you haven't seen <laughs> it, just type Where's Gary into Twitter, and you will have the the absolute crack. Um, what did you make? I, 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 I was I was surprised. Obviously, jo- Johnny Barnes not so impressed. I thought Kelly <laughs> Kelly Kelly uh, Kate's okay. did a decent yeah. job, uh, but but that David lad from Sky, where he goes, he's just, just a just, just a colleague. <laughs> he's just a colleague. He's not my friend. I thought that was I thought there was an extra layer of of meaning. <laughs> yes, yeah, fucking hell, I guess. 
the most real moment there was soon as friend is someone you could feel it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He was looming. He was looming over him. He was going. He was pulling up his sleeves, literally. It's a great, great video. I have to say. He's uh, <laughs> missing Roy Keane. Yeah, uh, Roy's like Roy's just gone full he's box office. Yeah, but he's he's gone a bit cartoonish at this stage. I mean, like, uh, I'd like to defend my fellow Irishman, despite the fact that he's a man. I always did love when he played for us, um, but he's just gone a bit, you know. Re- I do. Like, I, I, he's one of he's probably one of my favorite pundits. But even when he's like calm and stuff, he's 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 quite good. But he's better like than he, guy. He's yeah. better than I like. Uh, you see, mm. the thing is, he's a witty fucker, and he's one of those guys because you know, uh, I suppose a lifetime in a dressing room will do that to you. You know, you know the type of guy. You, you, maybe you are that type of guy who constantly is has one eyebrow raised, ready to make a comment. That's Roy Keane, mm. but, but it's it's he's gone a bit box office for the sake of it. Do you not think? I think he. I think it's better when he's not doing United games. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he generally does want to fight David De Gea and Harry Maguire, but if he's like... <laughs> he wants to fight them. <laughs> yeah. If, he, if he's watching, I don't know, Bournemouth v Burnley or something, he's like quite analytical, or whatever the yeah. hell the right word would be. Whereas yeah. United, it's like, I will fucking batter them both for being <laughs> shit. <laughs> and that's great. We we needed more of that in our shit years. Yeah, I'm a, I read the Sooness must want a two foot day on Lovewood. Come on! Oh, you know it. Oh, you know it. Uh, and, and that's why that's what's so brilliant about the crew that we have now. And let's bring a full stretch around to them. I'm just looking at the clock here. We're about an hour into a record, so let's start to bring it home and let's talk about the champions. Let's talk. Let's focus on one thing that you'd like to say about the champions. Every one of us, and I, I'll start it off. For me, it's it's Jordan Bryan. I love the guy. I fucking love him. Um, I, I, the way that he reacted last night when on camera, you know, lots of lads uh, have lots of stuff going on, including myself, that can make you feel a little bit extra emotional at certain times. Um, and and that's, that's lovely, and it, it doesn't gain you any extra kudos. But what I love about Jordan is that he is the man who's doing the patented trophy lift on all the trophies. And if I'm going to be perfectly honest, there's loads of nice fellas that I've met over my lifetime. Fucking lovely lads. Just gorgeous fellas who are really decent men. Uh, and Jordan is one of those. He's a he's a kind person. He's a thoughtful person. He's a, a good man. He's a leader. But you know what makes the difference? Jordan keeps lifting silver over his head in a really patented and beautiful fashion. And for me, I just want to, I want it out there. Jordan Henderson. Absolutely legendary stuff. There is no two ways about it. I will brook no bullshit on this. He has lifted, he will lift the champions, uh, the Premier League champions trophy. He has lifted the Champions League trophy the European Super Cup and the World Club Trophy. That makes him unique and original in Liverpool's history. And that makes him a legend. And there is no two ways about it. And I'm delighted for him, I have to say. I'm going to go full stretch back to Camp Branch for you, for your sum up moment that you want to talk about in relation to the Reds in general. Is there something that we've left and we've left loads on the table? What do you want to talk about? I want to give a shout out to James Milner. 
Nice. Um, I think what James Milner has, I mean, I, I wasn't a fan of, I mean, let's put this out there right now. I was not a fan when we signed him. I didn't get it. You know, this, this thing where he's only signed because he was guaranteed to play in the middle. Like, who the hell does James Milner think he is to play in the middle? Tell you what, James Milner can play everywhere for me right now. I would not bat an eyelid right now. What he has done for this group of players, the experience he has brought, no doubt, behind the scenes, um, I don't want him to leave the club now. I want him to stay there. I want him to do his coaching. I want him to be a part of the Liverpool Football Club for many, many years going forward. I think he's got an awful lot more still to offer us. I don't want him to coat off to Leeds if they get promoted next season or whatever and then finish his career at Leeds. Um, James Milner is a, is a legend now for Liverpool Football Club. A big, one of the big reasons we have become the squad we are, the team we are, the work ethic we have is James Milner. I hope he's still playing three games a season at eight, at 38 or 39 or 42 or whatever the fuck that man can do because it's up to him. He's a remarkable human um, for the Reds rather than, as you say, go and say, well, I can play 42 games for Leeds next season and be blah, blah, blah. I, I, I dread that as well. It's my fear because I think his influence on the club has been immense. And I agree. I couldn't agree with you more, man. Couldn't agree with you more. What a, what a, what a man he is. Uh, and it's his, his impact has been immense. Uh, Carl, your, your like a uh, thing that we've not talked about that you wanted to mention. Well, well, pausing briefly to celebrate the return of my mum's cola to Twitter, which basically was the icing on the cake yesterday because he's been quiet for two years. And he just turned up last night to say, not even the Peroni virus could have stopped us this year. Get uh, in, that, my mum's cola. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I, I literally cheered loud and hard at that when I saw his name reappear on the screen again. Uh, that was just a golden moment. Um, uh, last night, incidentally, I, I, I rang lots of people. I rang Beth in uh, America as well, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, so that that was nice as well. Um, if if you want to get this down to names, obviously I, I, I think guys are probably going to do the manager, so I'll leave that. But um, I'm I'm probably biased just because of where I'm from. But I want to talk about Trent. He's 21. He's from West Derby in Liverpool. He's won the European Cup. He's won the he's, he's a league championship winner, and he's the nicest, most unaffected kid in the world. And he stank the derby out, and I still love him. He was terrible in the derby, but he scores the goal that basically puts us on the final track for the for the for the league title. And I love Nico Williams as well. I think Nico Williams is going to be fantastic. I've just been discussing this with Jim about um, if Trent ever moves position, I've got no worries about the next right back coming through because I thought Nico for five minutes against Palace was amazing and, and, and Curtis Jones as well. And I love the fact that normally when a team wins something, you don't expect to return straight away. Leicester didn't do quite so well when they returned. You know, it's just no one's fault that happens. But I love the fact that we're already looking at the future and I think Curtis and Nico are going to be a big part of that and so is Trent. And Trent will, will captain the team eventually. I'm, I'm going to cut in here and ask you a question because um, I was very much of the opinion that, look, stop talking shit. Trent will be Javier Zanetti. He will be a world-class um, 
as as Dave said, Raw, make your game around him, yeah, fullback for the rest of his career. Uh, he is redefining the position as we speak from week to week. Uh, and then Nico came along, and I'm thinking, this kid has a lot going on, Lunch. and I don't want him going away from the club. So I'm thinking like everybody else now does Trent move into midfield does he move up one step how does it work I think Trent is best with the game all in front of him like Jimmy Miller is when he's at left back he loves having the game in front of him he's really good at reading it um he's just not as effective as Andy Robbo in terms of being left-footed um where do you land on this thing with Nico and Trent because it's it's a delightful headache not yet uh because the system you don't change the system um, I always think back to when United bought Juan Sebastian Veron when they had the best midfield in Europe in, in Skulls, Keane, Giggs and Beckham, and they brought Veron in, and I thought that ruined them a bit, um, which I was absolutely elated about at the time, as you can imagine. Mm. So, I, so I don't think I'd be changing them just yet. Hello. And um, so I'm happy where they are for the, for the time being, but I think at some point, maybe two, three years, Nico's going to have a future at this club. Like it. Guy, what have you got to finish us with in terms of the football yeah I think you're going to be an easy one I might even let you I'll let you have that one Trev if you want to have that one but for someone Carl mentioned the future there and we've just had one of the best midfielder performances I've seen in years that's from Fabinho fact and it's scary that that bloke kind of forgot how to play football for two months, for a month and a half after being injured. He could make us better. Like, when people mention the midfield, they always mention, oh, if Navigator gets in, he can make us better. But if Fabinho literally doesn't get injured, which I think that, that other injury was his first injury in his career, if he stays fit all season and doesn't forget how to play football for part of it, <laughs> he can become... It's it's easy for me to say this, but if I say a modern day Sooness, will Cal fight me? I'd say Makaleli. I think he's very similar to Claude Makaleli. Mm. But he can do, he can do a lot more on the ball as well. Yeah, his pass for Salah's like fucking. He's he's also, he's, he, he's also got the suey nasty edge to him that maybe maybe Makaleli didn't always have. But yeah, fair play but for someone but, like me. He's a mix of Mascherano and Alonso. Mm. you've rolled the perfect midfield partnership into one fucking bloke and it's perfect he's not as dirty as Robbo I should say Robbo is full who who is to be fair yeah he's a dirty player Andy Robbo god I love that man (laughs) so you're going full fab guy is what you're saying Mm. I like it I like it Uh, yeah you do you know what I've given Jurgen his tuppence worth at the start, so what we'll start doing is wrapping up the show, and we'll uh, give you guys um, the platform uh, to finish us out. Um, I know you've got some profundity, uh, guy, to finish us with. Um, I'm not sure, Cam, have you got some sort of finishing thing or not this week? Uh, I have something that I've just brought up as I'm. As the show's gone on. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. He's winging it and it's it's going to be great. Okay. So we'll go Cam, Carl, Guy, uh, and then we'll finish it. Um, so what have you got for us, Cam, to finish the show? Thank you, FSG. Thank you, Jurgen Klopp and your coaching staff. Thank you to all the players. Thank you to all the 
academy players, under 23 players. Thank you to everybody who works and is associated with Liverpool Football Club. Thank you to all the supporters around the world. And just remember, we are now champions of England. Something we've all waited for for a very, very long time. Savour it, enjoy it, live it, breathe it. And most importantly, justice for the 96. Nice tied it together there. And yeah, um, there are so many of you who listen to us in places that are, you know, in comparison to me in Ireland, far flung. And uh, we appreciate you immensely. And more to the point, um, we can identify with you immensely. And I hope that it's, uh, you know, whether it's via something like this podcast or, or all the gloriously gorgeous videos that you're watching that you're just reveling in it um and feeling part of it because uh that's the way it should be if, if we've got anything out of this bullshit that we've endured for the last couple of months and uh, that should be it the togetherness um the connectivity whatever way it comes <laughs> man it's good uh thanks for that cam carl what have you got to finish us i i'd like to uh uh i'm just gonna do a plug to be honest um Cool. So I've been writing um, Some Green Grass on the Ball, which has come back. I had a week off this week because I went home to spend some time with my mum because the government said I could. So I did. Um, next week it is going to be about, and I've got a lot of work to do in this, I'm going to write about the New York cosmos. Cosmos between 1970 and 1985. Oh, yes. When, when Pelé and Cruyff right about it. I know nothing about it, which is why I want to do it. So I know I'm going to spend them doing lots of that. So that's back next week. That's going to be belter because that's an era and a half you've got you're gonna have i think you're gonna be looking at what's that famous new york nightclub you're gonna be looking at pele you're gonna be looking at cruyff uh, and, and then the kaiser and oh man that's gonna be great that's gonna be great that's a, that's a aspect if you are a comparative newbie to football or if you're a youngster and you haven't gone into the history that is a fascinating period um, where they really tried to sell the, uh, was it NASL they called it at the time? Yeah, and, and what I've learned so far, the strangest thing about it is it went from nowhere to, to 80,000 crowds. Oh, shit, yeah. To, to dead in 15 years. 100%. Like, like, like they just closed the club in 1985 because no they, they couldn't find a league. No one had found the league anymore. It's funded by, by Warner Brothers. Nev Bex and, 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 and Jermaine Pennant are looking at buying clubs. So hopefully they're on the up there. That would be great if they are. And uh, kudos and shout outs to our uh, American listeners. And hopefully you have a local team that you're enjoying uh, in a successful league at the moment. I hope that's the case. It seems to be from what I'm seeing. Uh, we went Cam, we went Carl. Guy, what have you got to finish this? There we go, everyone. <clears throat> so cinema. It's... The best films is where you learn something. And this is what we learn from Dead Snow 2, Red versus Dead. <clears throat> the best way to counter an evil Nazi zombie army is with a slightly less evil Russian zombie army. Oh, Jesus. Haven't we, haven't we always said that, though? Yes. I, I, think, I think if you... I think Noam Chomsky said it best when he said exactly that. 
Um, mm. That's amazing. That's amazingly on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so parse out the moral for us there. Nazis are dickheads. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Have you, have you read the uh, the Alan Partridge book? I know I had the audio book. His autobiography. What he's talking about? Uh, he's talking about his dad's role in the war, and he says, and he, "My dad was dead against." those idiots with swastikas and they really were idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. He leaned into it. Bless him. Yeah. I've got no man in front of me now. I'm going to read it soon. Um, we should finish up because it's gone long and, uh, you don't need to hear anything more from me. You've heard from the main contributors, which were Cam Branch and Carl Kopak and Guy Drinkle. And I have been Trev Danny. It's been wonderful to celebrate the Reds being champions with you. Um, we have some ideas. Get that up here. Get that up here. We have some ideas about how we're going to grow the show even more. Uh, Carl Kopak thinks there's about seven of you. Uh, I know that there are tens of thousands more, but God bless you uh, for continuing to listen to us in those numbers it's amazing um and what i want to do is is build it more now because we are the champions and it's been a long time coming and you know what you deserve it we deserve it so let's work on some ideas together to get this show even bigger in the meantime just pass on this particular show to a friend or a colleague or someone who's reds affiliated uh and uh, we'd appreciate that immensely i have been trev denny that was Guy Drinkle, that was Cam Branch and Carl Kopak. And until we speak to you again, be kind to your fellow Reds, your fellow champion Reds, and stay safe out there. Podcast Network.